This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What did you do at school today? Really? Huh? Yeah. Did you learn any new songs? Welcome to another episode of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. I am your host, one of two, Doug Hainer. And I'm Jamie Otis. The more beautiful host of Hot Marriage, Cool Parents. Second week in the row, he's called me beautiful. I'll take it. I'll take it. Every week you can expect a new or the same compliment. Well, I would like a new one, but if I have to, if I have to choose, I guess I'll just take the same. I'll just take a compliment. Any of them is good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we had a pretty busy family week now with, uh, Halloween in full swing. Oh, I love the holidays. I already have two outfits bought and paid for and just delivered today from Amazon because I put out on Instagram. I asked you guys like what was a good costume idea and you guys gave me so many good ideas I couldn't pick just one. What am I wearing this year? It's going to be a surprise. Is it comfortable? Um, Yeah, actually they're both really comfortable. Okay. And one we're going to recreate with the baby next year. So we'll take one picture this year and then next year we're going to recreate it with like instead of a stuffed animal being the baby, it'll be the baby. That's awesome. Yeah. But we went to the pumpkin farm with Henley on Sunday last week. And oh my goodness. We are probably, well, I guess all parents make mistakes, but I think this was a big one for you and I. I felt like a complete fool. I was utterly embarrassed. I I still am. And I was so sad for Henley. So we were putting, we put her on like the hay with all the pumpkins around, which that's what it's meant for. They like stage these little areas at the pumpkin farm. So you can take nice pictures. Well, let me, let me paint the picture. So there's these hay bales and there's pumpkins on the hay bale. And then there's pumpkins below the hay bale. So we sat Henley up on the hay and put down a shirt and she was the cutest pumpkin ever. She had a pumpkin shirt on. And then we thought it was a good idea to say, Henley, why don't you stand up and put your hands in the air? Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed because I was all worried that her little legs would get scratched from the hay. So I took my sweater off, folded it up so that she could sit on that. And how silly, like I didn't even, I don't know, I just didn't anticipate her to fall. But anyways, she fell right on the pumpkin and it almost went right to her eyes. She literally had like a bloody little scrape and an instant bruise and oh. She looks so tough though. Oh my goodness, it broke my heart. She took it like a champ. Thank God your in-laws weren't watching, or my in-laws weren't watching. That would have been, nothing could have been more embarrassing than that mom fail moment right there. You know, I've had friends that have had, like their kids got cut, or like my friend Darren, his daughter fell onto the corner of a table and had to get stitches from her nose down to her lip. Yeah, but that wasn't because their their her parents were, you know, I don't know, encouraging her to sit on a, hay thing with pumpkins all around I know but I'm saying like I don't know how I would feel if something that drastic happened because I felt horrible with Henley just getting the bruise and the cut up underneath her eye I can't imagine having something with more substantial bruising 
Yeah. At least like it wasn't their fault. I feel like Henley's cut under her eyes is 100% our fault. We should I, not have let her stand up on that hay thing. I totally blame my parents for that. <laughs> they should they should have been watching and telling us that it was not a good idea. Oh my goodness. I know. I was I was seriously mortified. But anyways, right after that we went straight into New York City and went to the Pierre Hotel. Oh my gosh, that hotel is so nice. Yeah, I, did, I had no idea where this Pierre Hotel was. And it was the most beautiful, authentic, historic hotel right across the street from Central Park in the Central Park Zoo. Yeah, we literally spent $0 while we were there because as far as like touristy things, we literally just walked around Central Park, let Gracie play on the free playgrounds, and then hung out in our hotel room. It was the best and the best part is that my aunt she came all the way up from uh virginia just to spend some time with us and it was just really nice because every time i've seen my aunt which is only twice but each time that i saw her before there's always a lot of people there and so i never had a chance to just have like a really you know i don't know long conversation with her i guess like it was just nice that we just sat on the couch and we just talked about literally everything and anything. Do you feel like you've learned more about your father uh, this time around? I feel like I'm learning more and more and more, more than that. I feel like I'm learning about myself. Like it's really interesting. Like the more she talks about just, you know, my poppy. So his dad, my father's dad and the way he kind of took himself from not having a lot to like you know, what seems to be like thriving careers. I mean, they had like, I guess, apartment buildings, which I didn't really realize that. I'm sure they probably told me and I just forgot, but they had apartment buildings first and then they created, um, you know, this little gas station corner stop and restaurants and just so many things. And it's like, oh, so that's where me wanting to be like my own boss and an entrepreneur comes from. It just, just so many things make sense that. And um, I've never been a big like meat lover. I just don't like crave steak ever. Like pretty much never would I ever crave a steak. I mean, I eat it sometimes, but I just Only never really. Only if I have it for dinner, that's when you crave steak. And then I'm jealous, but they, they don't eat meat. Like my aunt Luann says she only eats meat once a month and or like a hamburger or whatever and I don't even really like hamburger and it all makes sense like I guess my poppy didn't even let them ever eat meat because he didn't think it was healthy so vegetables were like it's the most important thing and I I swear to god I don't even know these people and I do the same exact thing with Henley <laughs> and I didn't even know that about them yeah, it's it's almost like uh when we got married at first sight how we were strangers and every little thing that happened just like oh did you tell the experts that oh wait, wait a minute, this connects, that connects, this connects. Yeah, it's wild. And it was just so nice. You know, I was just really honest with her. Like, I want to be very honest with this side of my family, of course. Um, and because they have been nothing but very honest and open and welcoming to me too. And so I was just really honest with her and told her that there is like a 1% part of me that isn't sure that it's Frank, who is my dad, because I don't have that concrete evidence with him since he's passed before I had the chance to, you know, to know him or, or collect his DNA and test it really. And, you know, I think I I could just almost see on her face that that was like kind of a bummer to her, but she was like, well, the chances of it being anybody else, it would have to be her dad, which is highly unlikely. I don't know. Her, her dad's a pretty good looking dude too. Oh, well, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. But would her dad (laughs) sleep with a woman who was 21 and had a kid? Yeah. No, I, I have the, the same reservations as you do. Because I I would want definitive proof. I would want to get one of the sons, which I want to ask you about too, because I know one of one of your brothers 
um, or half brothers lives in New York City. So I want to see if if you had reached out or he had reached out or Luann talked to him. But I don't know why there's a shadow of a doubt that um, the genetics and the DNA kind of matches up, even though it's 99.9999% of a match. That would always be a burning question for me. I would want to get further tested. Yeah, well, okay. So the the one thing that I said to her was that obviously I'm 100% confident that I'm related to her. There's no question about it because we matched on the DNA test thingy and then we did the third party lab thing. And that was also 99.9%. She is definitely my aunt. It's like super close DNA, essentially. Like it was a lot of indicators that she was a very close relative member, but it doesn't specify because it can't specify this is definitely your aunt. So I, so I was like, well, what if, what if like, you know, and then even my aunt Luann said, yeah, I could have a brother or a sister that, or I guess a brother that I don't even know about. So yeah, I guess it's totally possible. Ah, but anyways, instead of going down this rabbit hole, um, you know, I just, I like, I just would love to know, to be honest, but it doesn't matter either way though, because I want to get to know my aunt Luann and either way, she is definitely my super close blood relative. And same thing with her dad. Like her dad is definitely super close blood relative and my other aunt Tracy and I have cousins, all of their kids. So, and obviously my half brothers, that's where it gets sticky though. Cause it's like, well, are they my half brothers? And maybe they're wondering the same thing. That's what my aunt Luann said. Maybe that's why, because yes, I have a half brother in Manhattan. I reached out to him, of course, because I would love to get to know him yeah. more. Oh my gosh, I would absolutely love to. And um, the other half brothers in upstate New York, so I didn't reach out to him, although he's never ever responded to me anyways. But the, but the one in New York City, I reached out to him. His name's Max. And, um, you know, I just said, hey, we'll be in Manhattan if you happen to be around these days. And just never heard back. So did Luann hear from him? Yeah, Luann reached out as well, and I don't think she heard back either. Um, and I just I think it's time for me to let that go because he just lost his dad a year ago, and now this girl is coming in saying I'm his sister, and that's just I I just at first all I wanted was to talk to him and get to know him, but it's kind of selfish of me, you know. Well, he, you can't force it. I mean, yeah. there's yeah, I, and you're unfamiliar with all of them. You, you don't know how they are, who they are really yet. So it's, yeah, it's just a kind of a, a waiting game. But thankfully, there's Luann who's been facilitating every part of this reunion and a lot of champions on their side that are really taking to us. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. So, you know, I didn't get the chance to talk to my brother or meet my brother, either one of them, but maybe one day, um, and, you know, maybe they also kind of wonder, hey, is she really my sister? Who knows? Because there's no way for us to ever really test with my dad. I wonder if they can they get DNA from ashes? I asked my Aunt Luann that. She's oh, so you? amazing because I can literally talk to her. I don't have to be like walking on eggshells. I mean, who asks their brand new aunt if <laughs> I could test her brother's ashes against my DNA? I yeah. mean, come on. That's a weird thing to say, but she didn't even flinch. She was like, yeah, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, is she a doctor? <laughs> oh, stop. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Well, who knows? But that's anyways, funny. it was such a great trip with with her and just getting to know her more. And I just feel so lucky. Her birthday is in November. So she's actually coming to New York city to celebrate it. And Douglas, we are going to go to New York and see her again. It's really nice. I feel like I'm seeing her about once a month. Yeah. So that's really nice. And then we'll be in Florida when she will be in Florida along with my poppy and my other aunt Tracy 
this winter. Sounds like more free dinners. (laughs) Free dinners? I don't know. We always seem to get fed by them whenever we see them. Listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was happy that we could, you know, we could offer something to Luann and that side, meaning... It was bare bones, just sit and talk and hang out for you guys, which I was happy to see that you got. Yeah, thanks for helping with Gracie with that. But today we have an amazing five-star review that literally made me laugh out loud. We couldn't decide which five-star review we wanted to share because... One of my favorites. Sorry. Well, we got a few in last week, which by the way, thank you guys so much for taking the time out to write the five-star reviews. We obviously get excited to read your reviews. And so the one I really liked because she's an empty nester from Utah and she just said that she's not like... She doesn't think that she's our demographic, which by the way, I just wanted to say to her, we don't have anyone in mind. Like we are so happy for anyone who wants to hang out with us every week and join us on the podcast. But, and so I really wanted to like give her a shout out, but then this one that came in just yesterday, I think it's just so funny. So Doug, do you want to share? I mean, you are probably going to pee your pants laughing. (laughs) It's so funny. So the, uh, it's my sanity on my way to work and it's from a clone or a K L O H N says, I listen to you guys every evening on my way to work. I work nights in a hospital in L&D, Solidarity Jamie, and sometimes I listen during my shift. I absolutely love this couple and podcast so much. The way they are so relatable and honest is so refreshing in this time where there are so many negative stories. They keep it real, and I feel like Jamie is my soul sister, which is so true. Whenever people meet us on the street, it's like, we feel like we know you, but anyway... Um, I also grew up with drug addicted parents and I also chose to rise above that lifestyle and make a better life for my kids. If I can't watch a reality show with these two, then I am grateful to have this podcast. Keep it up. The people want more. I also have a 24 year old daughter named Hunter Nicole. And by the way, Doug, my daughter's siblings did nickname her Hunter when she was a teenager. I still love the name. Oh my goodness. That's I feel <laughs> awesome. I feel like we can't name our kid Hunter now, though, <laughs> because I'm scared that Henley will nickname our kid Hunter. <laughs> well, we we can't have uh, the middle name be a K sound because a lot of people will mix that up with the H and the C. Oh my goodness! But well, that was so that was a sweet review and Just a funny like, one. So yeah. thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're busy as a labor and delivery nurse, <laughs> so thanks for listening to the podcast and taking the time to leave us a five-star review yeah that was a good one that was so funny oh my goodness I just picture like a little girl running around or I guess a teenager at that point and her siblings teasing her calling her Cunter (laughs) little Cunter's all grown up (laughs) little Cunter come on over here Cunter watch your mouth James I know there are kids in this room (laughs) all right so this week we have a really fun game again I know last week we did that we really are trying to lighten it up because man it's been some heavy topics but uh this is going to be really fun. So it's kind of like a newlywed game, except we're five and a half years married. So Douglas, if you don't know me well, I'm going to question our marriage. That is true. And before that, though, if you haven't already downloaded the Himalaya app, you can do so for free. You can get access to tons of podcasts. You can or- organize them in any way. But more importantly, you can get Hot Marriage, Cool Parents episode a day early. So check it out if you want. Yeah, and you could also leave comments within the episode instead of having to go to like Instagram or whatever. So that's pretty cool. All right, Doug, who knows who better? You ready to get this ball rolling? I am ready. 
Are you looking for someone to share their deepest, darkest secrets on keeping their marriage spicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you like please dish on how to be a cool parent? Because yeah, I don't know. Please tell me. Well, Jamie Yotis and Doug Hayner have got all you hubbies and wifeys and mommies and daddies covered. Yep, that's us. Because each week we're finding a guest who will spill all their dirty secrets. Oh, yeah. Because we all want to keep our marriages hot and our parenting cool. Here's the show. Do you want to read the questions this time, Doug? I do want to know where did these questions come from? Our assistant, Rachel, created every single one of them. Oh, I wonder if she knows us better than we know each other. She probably does. <laughs> we should have her on the podcast sometime. Yeah. We've never had an assistant. I've never had an assistant before, and it almost sounds a little strange to have an assistant, but we really need her because she helps organize the podcast. She helps make sure that if I get fan mail, she helps respond to my fan mail, which that sounds really weird to say fan mail, but it, I really want everyone yeah. to know that, you know, if even if I can't personally write back at this point, I will always pay attention to your notes coming in and I appreciate them. Yes. Uh, did you ever have a imaginary friend when you were younger? Never. Uh, because I did and I used to think that he was my assistant. I used <laughs> to blame things on him. His name was John Bitt. I'm not surprised that you would blame things on him. Yeah. It was always John Bitt did it. Well, at least that's what my parents say. I... I think you still have a John bit. If there is a John bit out there, I would love to meet you. <laughs> Doug will think that you're his assistant. Right. But back to the game. Who knows who better? So we'll start out with some very lighthearted questions. For example, I'll use the first one. Jamie, what is my least favorite food? And we made sure we wrote our answers down on paper so we can't just change our answers because there's going to be a winner at the end of this. And if I win... I get to do Doug's makeup. It's going to be a YouTube video. That's fine. And if Doug wins, what do you get? I get to give you a haircut. What? We did not agree to that. <laughs> no, I get a full body massage with oil. Okay. I'll do the. I'll, I'll let you cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. I think your least favorite food, 100%, no doubt about it, is vegetables. You never eat vegetables. Now, but uh, vegetables are very generic. Yes, I know. So do you have a more specific <laughs> vegetable? Um, not broccoli because you get chicken and broccoli sometimes. Definitely not sweet potato because you eat sweet potato fries. I would say, um, what do you not like to eat? Spinach. You never eat spinach ever. But I've had spinach. I put eggplant. I think I still win that one. Oh, well, I, all right. I get it. This is where we need Rachel to be the judge of things because... I don't know. I don't... I'm marking that as I won that one because I said vegetables and eggplant as a vegetable. Yeah, that works. What do you think my least favorite vegetable is or my least favorite yeah. food? No, I don't, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote this answer. I think when I imagined it, it was something that I never see you eat because um, in the beginning I thought it might have been like sugar, but there's moments where you do like sugar. Oh, I love sugar. Are you kidding me? And my other thought was going to be like beef, but you do like burgers and steak, so I don't know why, but I put Jello. Jello? Because I've never seen you eat Jello or ask for Jello. Well, no, I wouldn't necessarily ask for Jello, but it's not my least favorite food. Well, what is your least favorite food? It's either mango or papaya, and I can't remember which one. I'd have to try them again, but That's one of what those I meant. mango Jello. You didn't say or that, papaya so you lost. Jello. So we'll we'll call that an even. Time. No, no, we won't. That is not. I like Jello. <laughs> 
man. So you lost. I won. Okay, okay. Next one. What is my least favorite drink? Whiskey. For me? Soda. You drink soda. No, not really. But you do take sips of mine. And That's then you true. remind me how gross it tastes when you take the sip. Exactly. But actually, I do love a Coke from McDonald's. There is nothing better than a Coke, a fountain Coke from McDonald's and their fries. How is that your least favorite drink? Because I don't really like soda. But Okay. <laughs> But I do like a McDonald's Coke. It's, it's just different. For yours, I would say water or milk. No, I love milk and I love water. So what's your least favorite? V8. <laughs> vegetables. I could have just said vegetables again. <laughs> vegetables should just go under everything. Okay, so neither one of us won that one. Am I good at any sport? I definitely win this one. Yes, you are. You're good at baseball. And yes, you are, you're good at two things. What? Ski ball and cheering. <laughs> uh, I was a cheerleader and I was the captain of my team for my senior year. So that's true. But I wouldn't have said ski ball, but I would have said running. I think I'm a good runner. I want to talk about sports though. Running is a sport. I don't know, but did you compete in sports? No, or but that doesn't mean running? that. That doesn't mean I'm not good at it. Okay. But I still give you the credit for it. So I win one and you win one too yes. there. Is there any unique talent that I possess? Yes. What? Growing followers. What? Yeah. That's not a talent. Yes, it is. And that's, a, I don't You're know. You're a very engaging person and you know how to connect to people. And it's that connection and likability that is your unique talent. I don't really want that to be my talent. Because I just feel like that's... I don't know. I just feel like that that's... That means you're relatable. Don't well, look at it as a, in a bad way. All right. Well, I said my talent was that I could do my tongue trick. <laughs> I can curl my tongue. That's a talent. <laughs> Not everyone can do that. That's true. And there are a lot of people who are relatable. What did you put as mine? I put that... Um, I put tongue trick for you too. Yeah. Because <laughs> you couldn't curl your tongue in I three could ways. I do three loops with my tongue. Yeah. And a unique talent that you possess is that you can hum 24-7 too. Without recognizing that I'm humming. Oh, yeah. You hum 24-7. So I won that one. You did not. <laughs> Although funny. I said dance moves for myself. What did you say? Oh, growing a following. That's just weird. I don't even like that. Well, it... it, it the meaning behind it was your relatability and connecting to people. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That sounds a lot better than you can grow a following. Well, yeah, I guess now that you mention it. Okay. Who is my favorite music artist? I definitely get this. I think you have more than one. And I would say your top two are Eminem and Sublime. One out of two. Eminem yeah. is what? your number one. Yeah. Okay, so I definitely it was won just that. The one artist and yours is taylor swift or carrie underwood or britney spears taylor swift is one though yes she is okay ty as a matter of fact she has concert tickets going on sale on october 11th and <laughs> i have a alarm and on my phone i don't go see anybody in concert ever other than carrie underwood i would see britney spears if i could but i don't think she's performing right now and then taylor swift I you've just always wanted to see britney spears i have wanted to see britney spears for ever 
I have seen her once and she pretty much just like lip syncs and dances in the sexiest way ever. I think I would go to that concert with you. I wouldn't go to a Taylor Swift concert with you. I, I got you Taylor Swift tickets the one year. Yeah. You wouldn't go to Taylor Swift because she's not naked half the time. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just not into Taylor Swift. I love Taylor Swift. I predict that she's going to be our first female president. <laughs> I really do. I predict that. What shoe size do I wear? Seven. In uh, women's. Uh, seven and a half. Oh, come on. <laughs> that is a huge difference. You have some sevens. I don't have any sevens, actually. Would you look at the closet? No. Yeah. And actually, I go I go up size to a size eight if I'm doing like running <sighs> shoes. So you're really wrong. Well, price is right rules means I'm okay. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and you wear a size 13. Nope. 12? Yep. Ah. So I guess we're both wrong. <laughs> I knew. 11 and a half, but... 12 fits better. What would be one meal I could eat every single day? Pancakes. No, that's just recent. Oh, what would it be? Spinach and tomato sandwich on a multi-grain bread with extra mayonnaise. That is like my favorite. Sa- I literally wanted that today. and We don't have any spinach in the house. <laughs> if I would have gotten one of those ingredients, probably would have given it to me. Yeah, I would have, but you didn't get any of them. That is very specific. Yeah, I'm, I crave that 24-7. And for you, it's definitely the Stouffer's frozen lasagna. No. Yes, it is. Chicken franchise over penny pasta in the chicken franchise sauce. Okay, fine. But you love Stouffer's frozen lasagna. Oh, I do. If I'm watching TV, what am I most likely watching? Murder. <laughs> That's way too general. All right, forensic Files or 2020 Dateline. Dateline. Yep. You just said three, though. Well, murder is always the main theme. It all started with forensic files. It was so interesting. But those stories are <laughs> like literally from the 70s or the 80s. Yours is definitely Curse of Oak Island. Yeah. So I win. Yep. Well, I mean. We both win yeah, that I one. Guess that's. Yeah, that's one of them. If I were a collector, what would I collect? Books. <laughs> That's, you make me sound so smart, but no. Money. Yeah, I would say money. I'm really good at saving money and I enjoy saving money. Yeah, but that's not a collector. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't have collections. I was like, I don't know what I would collect. I don't like extra stuff. I know. I hate clutter. But you have extra books. I guess that's true. I actually do buy books and I also buy the audio books if I really like the book. So that's kind of a collection, I guess. But I don't like... that doesn't count though? I don't like clutter because... I just hate it. So I don't have a collection, but I know what you would collect for sure. No doubt about it. Shark teeth. Good call. Shark teeth and shells. Just shark teeth would be the main. Well, I just wrote shark teeth, but you also, I'm no joke. We went to the beach (laughs) uh, over last summer and you brought home pink shells and you would not let me throw them away. No. Well, they were more stones because I like the, uh, the color. So I won that one and you didn't. (laughs) What's my weirdest habit? Peeing with the door open. That's not that weird. A little. No, it's not. You're Why, my husband. How is that not weird? Because you're my husband. You could say like breastfeeding my kid while I'm peeing. I've done that before. Oh, uh, well, that's not a habit. That's true. I would say taking my contacts out at night right at the bedside. I do that all the time and that is so lazy. Oh, that doesn't seem weird to me though. That is lazy and weird as F, but okay. I still do it. All right. So you don't get that one. And your weirdest habit is definitely humming 24-7. Yeah. That is humming. no doubt your weirdest habit. Uh, I blame my mom. And a little known fact that now Damn everybody it. knows about you. 
You are way better at this so far. Yep, I knew I would know you more. Who is the better cook? Me. I said the same thing. You you are definitely the better cook. <laughs> I don't know. I hate cooking. Who is more affectionate? Me. I said we're both pretty affectionate. We are. I would say I'm more though. So you would I, think you're more affectionate than me. I win that one. Wait, you don't think I'm affectionate? Uh, I think it takes a while for you to warm up, but I, I don't feel like you're as affectionate as me. Oh, interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I should be more affectionate. Yeah, I would like that. Okay. I, I always feel like I have to initiate the kissing or touching. And in the beginning, it was kind of weird because you didn't know me. Yeah, but it's also because, you know, not for nothing, but I was I was molested as a kid. And it oh, just I know. made me really weird about affection sometimes, especially if I don't initiate it. Yeah, well, no, and, and I think that, uh, well, you know this, that how how patient and understanding I am of that. No, yeah, you really are. Yeah, the other day, remember you like rubbed my back under my shirt and I was like, I remember waking up and I had that same feeling from when I was being molested when I was a kid and and I, I just freeze and I don't know like how to move or like talk or anything. I'd have, I like freeze. I can't explain it. And you're my husband and that has never happened to me with you before. And so then, you know, I got up to go to the bathroom <laughs> And went back to bed and like you had rolled over. I don't even know. And so then the next day I told you. Yeah. And I was like, did you touch my boobs or something? Like what happened that caused me to like, I've never had this issue in so long where I like had that, you know, I don't know what you call that. That. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because you were fully asleep. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I have, I do sleep pretty deep now that I'm pregnant. I'm tired all the time. Because I think what it was, um, and I, I actually don't know. I, but I did, I pulled up your shirt so I could, I could rub your back. Um, but then I also like to lift up the back of your shirt sometimes. And then, cause I never sleep with a shirt on, but I like that skin to skin contact, like my stomach on your back. Yeah, I know um, you always do that. That doesn't ever do anything I know. to me. Yeah. But then I don't know what happened that night. I was like, Oh my gosh. And then you just crawl on top of me. Oh, see, that's it. There's zero issues. If you're rolling over, I will (laughs) sprawl my whole body on top of you and have no issues whatsoever. (laughs) But if you do that to me, I'm like, wait. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, who smells more? You. Me? I said me too. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's because Uh I didn't ever wear deodorant because I was terrified of the aluminum and all the bad ingredients that cause like cancer and Alzheimer's and all that. Well, you always tell me that I don't smell even if I do wear, and actually I had to wear your deodorant, this little family staycation because I forgot mine. Yeah. You raided all of my underwear because you forgot your underwear. I know. I completely forgot my underwear, but you forgot your deodorant and you used my native deodorant. What did you think of it? You know, it it felt okay. I think I would have probably chose a, a manlier scent yeah uh, I, maybe mint instead of the coconut and vanilla yeah i mean honestly it's not that 
it's not that unmanly of a scent, but the thing that I love about that native deodorant is that it's made without any aluminum, parabens, or talc, and it's filled with ingredients that are actually found in nature, like coconut oil, which is antimicrobial, shea butter, which is a moisturizer, and tapioca starch is like the key ingredient because that actually absorbs any wetness, and it really freaking works. Well, one way to tell if it does work and something that you and I both live off of is reviews. And there's no question to why they have over 8,000 five-star reviews. Yeah, because you didn't stink. And I no longer stink now that I use this deodorant. It's definitely better than going without, trust me. Come to think of it, I haven't smelled you in a while. Yeah, this is definitely worth it because aluminum could be linked to some serious health ramifications. And the fact that Native is aluminum-free and safe and effective, just it's like a no-brainer. I, I, It's well worth looking into you should get it doug well actually right now they're offering all of us a 20 percent off our first purchase if you just go to nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code hmcp during checkout there's also zero risk to try because they offer free returns and exchanges in the usa so if you don't like it you can just send it back get your money back but yeah you get 20 percent off your first purchase just go to nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code hmcp and if you want my recommendation get the coconut and vanilla it is it smells amazing it works awesome love it who spends more money 100 percent, no doubt about it you in the beginning yes Absolutely. I think now um, I've cut down a bit and you spend more. Yeah, but I don't ever spend anything that we're not, that we don't need. Right. But we've all been there where we've had to suffer through times when we really need something, but just can't afford it. Something like, you know, a new tire for your car. We just got a new dishwasher and probably going to have to replace our refrigerator. Yeah, because our refrigerator has like no joke it has ice forming on the backside of it but I couldn't afford the new dish the new dishwasher and the new refrigerator and we just found out about this thing called Zebit I don't know how many of you guys have heard about Zebit but you have got to check this out with Zebit you can shop millions of products from your favorite brands and pay for them interest-free over time you simply choose your product that you want and just pay a small portion of the price at checkout and the rest you pay over time and it's sincerely 0% interest. So I logged in and created an account and looked for a refrigerator since we couldn't afford both a refrigerator and a dishwasher. And the refrigerator, all I would have to pay is $124.69 up front. They'll ship the refrigerator out to me and I can use it and then pay the rest over 13 payments over the next six months. With that, with zero interest. I mean, this is really amazing. And they just ship it out on your first payment? Yeah, 100%. That's pretty awesome. Actually, if you sign up for Zebit today at zebit.com slash HMCP, you can get up to a $2,500 credit to shop at the Zebit Marketplace at zero interest and zero cost to join. Yeah, so just like Doug said, it's an interest-free credit. There is no cost to join. There's no late fees and no membership fees. It kind of sounds too good to be true, but I genuinely just did it, so it's not too good to be true. But yeah, you just go to zebit.com slash HMCP. That's Z-E-B-I-T dot com slash HMCP to get $2,500 of interest-free credit. That's zebit.com slash HMCP totally worth it. I mean, you can get smaller things too. It doesn't have to be something as big as a refrigerator. That's just what we needed. But there's things like a new phone, a tablet, uh, toys for your kids, like literally anything you need, you can buy 
at an interest-free rate. So my mom always did like the layaway thing because she couldn't afford Christmas presents. And so this is a great way to get, if you needed Christmas presents or whatever, and you couldn't afford them to pay, to get them now and just pay interest-free over the next few weeks. (laughs) Is that weird? Why are you laughing at me? It's true. I don't know. I was thinking my mom could probably use this back in the day. Why are you laughing? Because you just, you just went off on a tangent. Well, I was just thinking. we were done with the ad. Well, we are done with the ad, but like... (laughs) I just thought this would be really good for someone who can't afford their Christmas presents. Leave me alone. All right. Next question. Poop with entertainment or not? Yes. Me. I mean, yeah. I do. For you? Yes. No, it's more of a pee thing for you with entertainment. I don't pee with entertainment. What yeah. You sometimes you'll sit on the toilet for a while and just comment. <laughs> yeah. For me, I enjoy the entertainment pooping, which is... It's usually Sudoku or I have one of the uh, the brain games as an app. That's where I get most of my brain exercise. Yeah, he really does have this app that helps strengthen his brain. And for me, I really do, sometimes I do pee and I comment on Instagram. Yep. yep. All or the like time. like people's pictures. But pooping is never. I don't ever really have entertainment with poop because I don't. I don't take a long time to poop. My poop comes right out. Yeah. Mine takes a while. Yeah, that's gross. Okay, TMI. Uh, <laughs> do you prefer to a bath or a shower? Shower. I prefer a shower. Well, okay. I prefer a bath. If I had all the time in the world, I would bathe every day and just relax in bubbles. But I, that's just like not realistic. So I don't fit in a bath. You fit in our one bath, the jacuzzi yeah, bath. I don't know. Lots of friends or do you prefer to have just a couple of close friends? See, I feel like I have a lot of friends, but I do prefer a couple close friends because I do have the same group of guy and girlfriend since elementary school and high school. Yeah, but I feel like you're not that close with them. Like you have a lot of friends, but you're not really that close with them. Well, my, my best friends will always be close. You know, I mean, well, as as parents, you know, things drift apart. But whenever we get back together, it always goes back to the same yeah. thing. But for you, I put, um, I definitely put a couple close friends. Yeah, I used to be the girl that wanted all the friends in the world. And probably a part of me is still like that. I'm just a people pleaser and I want everyone to like me. But I've really learned in time that it is so much better to have like two solid friends than like 20 acquaintances that you can't count on at all. Do you tend to be anxious or chill? Chill. Well, oh, for you? No, for you. Oh, well, you're supposed to answer for me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, you are definitely chill. And you are definitely anxious. (laughs) Yes, I am. That's a squash. You basically just chill. I mean, literally, he'd be late for work and would just like, twiddle his thumbs like oh I guess I woke up late oh hmm what do I want to wear today whereas if I wake up late for work I like the whole house is destroyed and then I leave and like I leave yes I'm like oh my god I can't believe I'm late for work tornado has gone through but the difference though is that there's a tornado happening inside me but my appearance is chill I don't know if there's a tornado you still don't move very fast okay (laughs) next question use one word to describe me I said funny for you I said sexy. Oh, I wouldn't have said that for me. I you think you I'm sexy? Very sexy. Really? Mm-hmm. Everything about you. I don't think I'm that sexy. Yeah. No, well, uh, it's the sexiness has grown for me over time. You know, like you were very 
sexual or you were very sexy to me in the beginning, but then there was a point in time where we were getting to know each other and um, I wasn't really allowed to or able to touch you right away or things. So it was kind of growing as friends. Uh, but now seeing you as a mom, seeing you as a provider, seeing you as a wife, seeing you as a family member, um, I think everything is sexy about you. Wow, Douglas. Thank you. Keep it coming. Yeah. You don't have to stop now. What else <laughs> do you have in there? No, just your, the, your, your passion, your ambition, your goals, your dedication. It's just everything is sexy about you. Oh, thank you. That really... That kind of turns me on, not going to mm. lie. <laughs> Thank what you. was mine funny? What? What was me funny? Yes. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> yeah, so you mm. are, you are, everyone knows you're funny. I mean, no, you're just the funniest just dude kidding. ever. You have, you are so quick with your one-liners. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't even know how you think that fast. That's always like shocked me. Like someone will say something and then you'll instantly have some sarcastic remark that's so funny and I'm like how did you think within a split second of that remark like what my brain is just wired that way I wish I could give an example to you guys listening but I I I can you <laughs> give an example no what <laughs> I guess not um <laughs> no it's tough to think for yourself I'm gonna do the next question okay the thing I like most about you what's that your heart. Aw, tell me more. <laughs> I thought it was only in one word. Oh, it's not about one word. <laughs> what about me? Um, what do you like most about me? Well, I love your patience. I love your, I love how you're a dad. That, that also turns me on. You're the best dad. We couldn't, Henley could not have a better father. I'm sorry. There's not one other man in this whole wide world that's a better father than you. That makes you really happy. I mean, there can't be one person. And if if someone thinks that they're a better father than you, I'd like to challenge them. <laughs> well, now you're turning me on, but I know it's not going to go anywhere because of progesterone. Yeah. I got. I only have to take this progesterone, though, for uh, until week 10. So two more weeks and then I'm done because then the yes. placenta takes over. And as a matter of fact, I think I'm going to be, I can't, I don't know which day I turn nine weeks. It's either Fridays or Thursdays, but one app says Fridays and the other app says Thursdays. So I'm like, when do I know what week I'm in? Is it weird that I'm still scared to have sex with you? Even after the progesterone is no, done? No, well, I'm sure it'll be different when I know that I that we can go at it. We haven't had sex for two months. I know. Two whole months. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, There's we have not had of, sex. A lot of sexual tension. <laughs> is there yeah i'm i'm feeling none of that internally i just i straight up pass out every day i could take a nap i could <laughs> i go to the minute my head hits the pillow well, this, I'm sleeping. this goes back to the affectionate thing too yeah yeah all right you, i feel like you don't even like to touch me oh stop i put my whole body on you oh no, i mean stop. in a sexual way oh well that's kind of true i love that you're just sharing all of this with the whole wide world <laughs> well it is part of the reviews that we get, open and honest. I guess so. This is a little, this is very honest, but it's true. I don't, well, I feel bad if I like touch you in a sexual way and then I'm just leading you on and we we, we both decided we don't want to have sex while, I don't know how long, I guess just the first trimester. Yeah. 
I mean, there's really... other things that you can do without sex. Yeah, I know. But like, I'm, I am tired. And then it's like, how is that fun for me? It's just like, so then I get turned on and I can do nothing because I have a baby inside me. Well, it's not nothing. I mean, there's, there's some part of me that if, even if I, if I knew I wasn't, and, and that goes to kind of everything that came out on Married at First Sight too, but like I, I enjoy the fact that I'm pleasing you. Like even if I couldn't get off. So you're saying that I'm not, so you're saying I'm selfish. I got it. Maybe. Yeah, I would, t- I could see, I could see that. Maybe. It is selfish. You're right. That is, I'll, I can, I will be the first to admit my flaws or where I'm not, you know, doing the best. And that is very selfish of me. Yeah. But do, could you imagine, like, imagine if you had to give me oral, you know. What? <laughs> imagine if you did something to me and then you could never get it yourself. Well, that that's what I'm saying. That's it. But, uh, we're we're two different people. Oh, because you're saying you would. Yeah. Because you never have. But I well, it just never has come up where we weren't in the moment. I'm just saying that I would be okay knowing that I pleased you. Like I like that. I know, like knowing that I please you. Well, tell me how you really feel right while we're well, recording no, saying, a like podcast even, episode. Even like the um, like uh, giving you a massage or just like rubbing you like that. You know, like I know that we're not going to be doing anything. I just, I like that feeling. That's really nice, Doug. Okay. Yeah. So I hint taken, I'm sure now I'm, I'm, I'm my I'm face is probably asking, red. I'm not asking for anything. I'm not saying anything behind it. I'm just saying that's. Yeah, yeah but I've, I'm taking the hint. I'm not saying you're asking, but I'll take the hint. <laughs> <laughs> so and everyone listening, I'm almost, and my face is literally red because we just it had this red. very, <laughs> very private conversation on the podcast but um i don't even remember being on the podcast i feel like this podcast is like our therapy because we are forced to sit down and talk to each other and so then you open you don't really open up to me a lot in real life like it's just like how does work how's your day love you who's putting gracie to sleep (laughs) but in the podcast we actually sit down and talk to each other for a full hour yeah good topics yeah, so if you need therapy in your relationship, start a podcast. We should do this once a week. <laughs> yeah, we should do we should do this once a week. All right, let's get back to some questions. I feel like we only have a couple more questions left. Yeah, there's only a couple left. Uh, who said I love you first? So there's a, a tiny story behind this. You threw out the idea a couple times before you actually told me on the reunion show, but you definitely said it first. I even said it first on the reunion show? Yeah, that was the first time you said I love you. Oh. Officially. I need to rewatch our season of Married at First Sight because I don't, I feel, it's been a while. I didn't watch, I haven't watched it in at least four years. They should do a marathon. Yeah, we should watch it. You know, like a season one maths follow-up year, first year. Yeah, something like that. What is the annoying thing I say all the time? Uh, By far, it is what it is. That? That That is a very annoying statement. Why is that annoying? Yeah, it just is what it is. I'm just saying it just is what it is. <laughs> I Pe- thought you were going to say. People and things can never change. It just is what it is. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay, well, your most annoying thing that you say, well, it's not really something you say. It's like you beatbox randomly and I hate it. I was going to say. <laughs> what, that? Like that sound. No, that doesn't bother me. That's just oh. like a cute quirk you have. But 
like you go, what do you do that really bothers me? And you do it in front of Gracie a lot. Oh, <laughs> oh, I hate that. I uh, beatbox. I got gotcha. you. Okay. That that like crawls under my skin. Do it again <laughs> so they can hear. Like what the heck is that? I hate that. <laughs> I'm a beatboxer. What can I say? That is not a cute quirk. Have I ever gotten something for you you didn't like? Ooh. I know um, what this is. I know what, what I'm going to say about you. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Uh, you got me that veggie spiral thing <laughs> for Christmas. And I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, that's been in the actual box <laughs> and pretty much some of the wrapping. You didn't even bother to unwrap most of it. I didn't even open it because I was like, I don't even like to cook. And I had such good intentions with that. You were way into vegetables and spices. Spaghetti squash. Yeah, that spaghetti squash is great. You don't need a spiral thing to make. Uh, you just put it in the oven and it spaghetti squashes itself. Uh, for you, is there anything that I got for that you didn't like? I was going to say um, clothes. Yeah, I was going to say Versace shoes. Those Versace oh, shoes. Those were pretty bad. They're not comfortable, are they? No, they're like bowling shoes and they're <laughs> they're more expensive than most shoes should cost. And they're just the ugliest things in my opinion i got him for like father's day for him thinking those are so fancy and nice and he'll love them and he never wears them no, i'm good with sketchers or sketchers you don't Vel- wear or velcro shoes <laughs> all right <laughs> if you could get rid of one thing that belongs to me what would it be Ooh, what did i say I didn't that's that's right that was the one that i i don't know i didn't well i'll that. tell you what i said for you all your old clothes. I would just, all your lifeguarding shirts and baseball from like, I mean, I know that maybe it has a memory, but like take a picture of it and then just look at it. <laughs> it's like, they just sit in your drawer forever and ever and ever and they never get worn and they just take up space. I do lo- think about wearing them. Yeah. But all you never, the time. You wear the same clothes all the time and then you have like easily 20 shirts that never get wore that I can't throw away. But they will get worn sometime. Um, All right. So next question. What is the best gift I have ever gotten you? Oh. And you can't say Henley. Well, that would definitely top it for sure. And then this little baby growing inside. I would say the best gift that you ever got me is, I remember for our six month anniversary, you got me this diamond necklace and you, I told you once that I liked this diamond necklace and then you got it for me. We were only together for six months and we didn't know each other as far as we could throw each other. So that was really thoughtful and sweet. And you know, I'm not very materialistic, but I do like diamonds. <laughs> like I just <laughs> happen to love diamonds. And I got so, you the earrings too, right? Well, that was another time you got me another oh. diamond set of earrings. I thought it was all. No. Remember the first gift you ever really got yeah, me? Yeah, I gave you a six-month note. We were at your friend Kate's house yeah, in we Manhattan. Were, we were house-sitting her her house and her dog. Yeah. And um, you, I, I woke up to a surprise, and I was sh- completely shocked. I was not expecting that. And you gave me a diamond, a little d- diamond necklace, and it mm-hmm. was just so thoughtful and nice. But that there was another one when you surprised me with the engagement ring. That was a good one. And that diamond, you know, my the my diamond is like it's like a carrot and that's a big diamond. That's a, that's a bigger diamond than I would have ever asked for. I would have never wanted you to spend that much money. That's a lot of money. (laughs) And then you got two more rings to go on the front and back of it. Yeah. They're beautiful. I I absolutely love my, my wedding bands. You know what I, you know what I said, what I thought was the best gift. 
was when I made the heart-shaped spoon necklace for your jewelry line. That was really nice, too. That was really, really nice, and a lot of people really like that necklace, but... Yeah, There's still one. some available. Yeah, I'm there not are plugging still. it, but there <laughs> are still some available if anybody wants them. That's true. There's not a whole lot left though. But um, anyways, uh, what was your favorite? Uh, what was the favorite gift I ever got you? What do you think it was? South Africa. Yep. You wanted South Africa so bad. Yeah, that was awesome. I mean, and after you got me that, that was after you got me the engagement ring. You surprise proposed to me after we were already married, right? Yeah, that was. That was a plan, the surprise. Uh, if anybody hasn't w- watched that episode where I surprised Jamie with it, and I always wanted to propose to Jamie, and you know it was during the show, but this was the first time a plan was thought of, done, and executed exactly how I brainstormed it. So the idea was going to be you were going to go on a fake audition, or I would have these people that you were going to be auditioning for something as a host for something. And my idea was I want to have them go through that um, audition and then say that they were recording it and let's play it back on a tape. And instead of you watching yourself doing the hosting reel, it would be me getting down on one knee and opening a box for the engagement ring. And then as you looked at it, you would turn around and you would see me in the same position and it worked to a, a T and you gave the same reaction that you give to every surprise is, Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I couldn't find the words. I was speechless. First of all, I was nervous. I thought that was a real audition and I was like trying to get the hosting job. And then when they said, I'll play it back, I was like, wait a minute. They never do that. And you're auditions. upset that you didn't get the job. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I thought I just got a gig here, <laughs> yeah. but no, that was, that was, that makes me again. I want to go back and watch our season because I just, like for like you f- can forget these things in life and it's so cool that we have that documented and one day we can show our daughter yeah but anyways well i think it's pretty clear who won that matchup which is doug me. definitely me yeah you actually dominated me i knew i would i knew it. i called it last week oh because you came up with the questions no i didn't rachel did <laughs> But uh, since I won, we made the agreement. I get to do your makeup on YouTube. And a a deal is a deal. So I guess we can can stay tuned for the YouTube video where Doug wears makeup. Yeah. (laughs) What color eyeshadow do you want? Blue or purple? You're doing my makeup. I'm not in charge. Yeah. But I'll let you decide. Do you want blue or purple eyeshadow? No. I trust you to make me look beautiful. Okay. I'll make sure that you wear hot pink then. Well, do you know that's my favorite color? <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. We won't keep you guys much longer for the podcast. Thank you so much for always tuning in every week. I hope that you enjoy it. Um, and, and if there's any other questions that you feel we should ask, we could always throw it in on the next one. Or if there's any burning questions that you have. Um, we are an open book and feel free to check us out on social media because we do read everything. Yeah, we absolutely love interacting with you guys and just, you know, knowing that we have your love and support from near and far. It means the whole wide world to us. It genuinely does. So thank you so much for that. Next week, same time, same place. You know where to find us. That's right. Every Friday we release a new episode. They come out Thursdays on the Himalaya app. 
So if you go ahead and, you know, download that, then you can listen to the episodes a day early. But yeah, follow us over on Himalaya, Top Marriage Cool Parents, and we will see you guys next week with another great episode. Love you. Love you guys. Have a have a great weekend. I hope you ha- do something super fun and exciting. Yes, and say hello to everyone you know for Jamie and I. Yeah, let everyone know we said hello. <laughs> Goodbye. No joke. Someone would actually, quick story. Someone messaged me on Instagram saying that she was driving in the car and talking to her mom like she knew me. And she was saying all these things about like what I was doing. <laughs> and her mom was like, who is this? <laughs> so then I commented, tell your mom I said hi. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see you guys later. Have a good week. Goodbye. Bye. You know, a lot of what we talk about, and even current situations, a lot of the past comes up, especially in Jamie's past. And if you have any questions or don't quite understand what we're talking about uh, in some scenarios, I highly recommend Jamie's book, Wifey 101. It is truly one of the most uplifting, inspiring stories that I've ever been around, been witness to, been in. It is still available on Amazon, uh, Wifey 101, or you can go to Jamie's website, jamieotis.com, and get a personalized signed copy. Uh, We both handwrite the thank yous and and the hellos and the shout outs, but if you do have any questions or want to kind of get the inside scoop of, of some of our stories, highly, highly recommend Wifey 101 by none other than my beautiful wife, Jamie.